Welcome to the fittest podcast in Oakland, where your favorite coaches talk everything to help make you a better person inside and outside the gym. On this week's episode of the Fittest Podcast in Oakland, we're talking about magic pills. Not really. We're talking about August's lifestyle focus, which is the magic pill, consistency. Consistency is key. It's the secret to everything. And the more consistent you are with good habits, good routines, healthy things, you're finding that balance, not even the balance. You're doing, you're doing good things, the better results you'll get. And we're going to prove to you it doesn't have to be crazy to be consistent, and little things matter in consistency. So sit back, listen up, and enjoy this week's episode of the Fittest Podcast on Oprah. Three, two, one, go. You were at like six. Oh, damn. <laughs> it's impressive. We weren't actually talking when I hit play. It's the first. I was doing my breathing exercises. <laughs> Speaking of that, breathe during CrossFit movements. Last night, someone told me, well, where do you breathe in this workout? And I'm like, da, da, da. you don't. You, the, the trick is to hold your breath the entire AMRAP. <laughs> Everybody's like dropping like flies. I'm like, oh boy. So yes. You can breathe during movements. And oh, by the way, you can still breathe in the bottom of a 10 second squat hold. You don't have to turn purple. <laughs> also, if you are turning purple, what are we doing? Uh, no, I love you all. And actually yeah. yesterday, at least at 6 p.m., that was the only class I coached yesterday with the squat holds. They did a really, really good job of fixing things. So I don't know if we went heavy enough, but the squats look good enough. So Absolutely. I agree. Um, I coached this uh, several times and I saw some really pretty squat bottoms. <laughs> yeah. Um, good job, you guys. So very good. And it, and it actually transferred into the thrusters, which I was happy about. I know. I it's amazing like, how that, that happened. That actually worked. So. Yeah. But I'm also sorry for that terrible workout yesterday. I apologize as well. That was a miserable one. So mean. <laughs> but 6 p.m. said it best. It. It was like calamari because you came out fried at the end. Oh, I was wondering what it was, why it was called calamari. We couldn't figure it out. And then someone made the joke at the end because we're all fried right now. That's <laughs> freaking amazing. I love it. Yeah. That was a quintessential CrossFit workout. It was, man. it was all the feels. It was all the feels. So good job, gang. But are we really talking about, are we talking about breathing squat holds or? Sort of. Calamari? Well, because if you're properly hydrated <laughs> that you did in July, you're feelings during a workout will feel much better and your performance will be much better. And then if you're consistently practicing good habits and going to the gym consistently, all of that will also be much better. So I just did July's lifestyle focus and August lifestyle focus in 2.5 seconds. Wow. You're welcome. Sorry. We're done. Podcast over. over. 
I love our lifestyle habit podcast, by the way. I just love the, the habits, um, kind of focus we have in the gym in general. So, and, and it kind of feeds into consistency because this one covers, uh, all of the other ones, right. It kind of, they all bleed into each other a little bit, but, um, this one's just kind of the, you know, it's August. It's the, well, this is August, the dog days, right. In, mm-hmm. in, in baseball, at least the dog days, it's like, we've, we're a few months in here and now this is kind of the doldrums where we're just kind of hanging out. And that's definitely true in the gym, the summer months, especially July, August, it's kind of like Europe, you know, everybody takes a vacation and, and it gets a little slow in the gym typically. Well, and it's also when people plan their last back to school trips before they go back to school for the year um, and all of that. So, or they're just like, it's hot out. I'm tired. You mm-hmm. know, all of that. Mm-hmm. It's just, yeah, it, it gets a little draggy. So, um, so this is just your reminder to maybe re-energize you and recharge you and, and get mm-hmm. you going. Yeah. Yes. But before we, well, I guess to re-energize you and get you going, <laughs> how did you hydrate Robin? And well, I'm not talking about going to the bathroom. Well, it does work. <laughs> yeah, it goes together. Um, well, we did. We started talking about hydration a couple years back, um, kind of around the time you came and started preaching your preaches. <laughs> and <laughs> I always remember. I always remind you. I was like, eh, I hate that. I have to go to the bathroom all the time. It's dumb. It's too much water. And I've completely turned around on that. It's the first thing I ask people when they're not feeling great. And it's usually the one that makes the biggest difference. So I'm such a believer. So that being said, it's not a huge challenge for me as some of the other lifestyle habits are. So I did great. Um, (laughs) I wasn't here when you guys podcasted on it. I was in Europe. I had my water bottles. It was hot. Um, I would always bring my water bottle every day we went out and it was always empty because everybody else forgot theirs. But um, it was just this whole game to find uh, water um, in London, it was much harder. I got to tell you than in Italy, I don't know why there were no water fountains anywhere in London in any of the attractions, the ho- the museums, nowhere. There's no water fountains. So I'm like filling up my water bottle in the bathroom going, I hope I can drink this water. <laughs> but in Italy, I got to tell you, I, this is my favorite water story ever. We were in the, um, the forum. If you know what that is, it's like the old Roman, like mm-hmm. Senate. it's amazing place. And they have water fountains. They're just like, they look like just hoses. And it's the water from the aqueducts mm-hmm. from the Roman times that the freaking Roman emperors drank. Like you're drinking the same water as these ancient Romans were drinking. And it was really cool. And I kept going and refilling my water bottle. I was like, this is, and it, plus it tastes really good. So there's little like of those uh, water fountains all over Rome. And it's coming straight out of those those ancient aqueducts, mm-hmm. which is really cool. Oh, yeah. So I had no problem with hydration. I got like some extra special European hydration. <laughs> there you go. <clears throat> and I didn't have one headache the whole trip, by the way. Good job, Robin. Yeah. For some reason, I have been in a lot of hospitals and doctor's offices lately. Really? <laughs> Do you tell. Some, some reason. <laughs> some weird reason. And I will tell you that... And you're, it's not because you're sick. Water has, yes, water has been brought up in about every other appointment thing, all of those things at once. So I can definitely tell you that water is important for a number of reasons. 
So definitely, I remember being in the hospital for several days and literally sneaking around or going to the nurse and asking for another set of three or four water jugs. Yeah. It's pretty funny. Those little like plastic pitcher things. Yeah, plastic yeah, pitcher yeah. things. And then um, basically almost getting the code to the um, nurse snack station where the water was kept. Because it got so sick of you. Yeah, because, they, well, I'd fill up my water bottle and fill up Katie's water bottle. And it was pretty funny because the couple of the travel nurses were like, I don't know why this is locked. <laughs> like, yeah. you should be able to walk in here and get water because you actually need it. <laughs> so funny. it was pretty funny um, in that. And then every appointment post is all about how much water are you drinking and all of that. So... Okay, so when I was, I remember this very distinctly. When I was breastfeeding my kids, there had to be a large glass of ice water next to me or it, there would be hell to pay. Yeah. Do you have the same situation? No, it's not ice water. It's room temp water, but um, it's hell to pay if it's not there from me because of the ramifications of it. So the dehydration happens a lot faster because you're trying to produce more water. Yes. So as you well know, yes. um, so you have to actually hydrate just as much, even though you're not as active. Yeah. It's a weird. You're thirsty <laughs> AF when you're doing this stuff. Well, and it's more so even like, um, you don't realize that that production has to be up kept and all of that. And your system is so fatigued that the water helps keep everything flowing and going. Yeah. So, um, for those of you who are like, eh, <laughs> um, that was a good impression of me. Remember that at your desk, if you're feeling the afternoon crash, you're probably dehydrated. And I have found that multiple times in the last couple of weeks. I'm like, why do I feel like shit? Oh, I haven't eaten in six hours. Or, oh, I have been sipping on a little bit of coffee and I haven't had a bottle of water yet today. <laughs> yeah. So, um, and then I will, I will make one... Um, Shout out to Concord Public Works. I don't know what, what would you call it. Parks. They put in at their new, not their new, it's in the town square in Concord. They put in this really cool water bottle or water, I don't know, fountain? Fountain. Yeah. And it's like, finally someone figured this Is out. Is it a refilling station? Yeah. It's a, it's, so it's got, <laughs> it's got a water bottle refill station, a normal like drink from water. And then it's got a dog Aww. like thing. I'm like. Why isn't this everywhere? Everywhere. <laughs> Instead of the grody, you know, drinking fountains and things. And the refill station is kind of covered. So it's not like you, it's not like you're going to have um, like be like, oh, someone's mouth touched it. It's like, nope, slide the bottle in, fill it up. And you don't have to like angle the bottle weird to fill up or yeah. like you did with the bath. I'm like, yeah. where, why? This, this can't be that. Ex probably. A couple hundred dollars, but it can't be that expensive to put these in more There's places. Magic. It's, That's so great. So good. I'm, I'm very proud of the city of Concord. For and that. then just a shout out to Britt who did the hydration yeah. podcast with you. She's been drinking her 20 ounces in the morning when she first gets up before she drinks her coffee, which I think is pretty amazing. Yep. I'm doing that too. Yeah. I, I got not habit. And it, when I'm at home in the mornings, I, I am now on dog duty more. So instead of taking coffee with me to the dog park right away, I take my water with me, finish the water jug, and then go have the coffee. Earn your coffee. Yep. Yeah. So Love it. All right. it makes me feel better. Well, so. hopefully you guys are all hydrating and continue to do so. Because also, if you feel like the gym is too hot, it probably means you're dehydrated too. Yeah. So if you come whine at me 
and it's 70 degrees out and tell me I need to turn on all the fans and more, I'm one, going to look at you like you're crazy because the clock's saying three, two, one, go. And two, remind you after class, freaking hydrated. Just ask me. I'll turn the fan on for you anytime. I love the fan. I will turn it on if it gets above 78 degrees. Like... If it's 70 degrees outside, I, I, I can't get... You don't know whose body is 85 while yours is 65. Let's just keep that in mind. I, I'm not arguing that point. <laughs> I'm more arguing you're exercising a good... A bit of sweat for you. Yeah. It, like It's okay. You guys will be fine. Once you say three, two, one, go, you don't remember how hot you are or what music is on anyway. Uh, I'll give you the example. My client, David... And if you haven't met David, he's a great guy. Go meet him. Um, he came in yesterday drenched in sweat because he tried to walk to the gym. Uh -huh. But he said, I was running late, so it was a run walk. Uh -huh. So I'm like, what's wrong, dude? Why are you sweating so hard? And he's like, oh, I just had to run walk here. Uh -huh. He had a towel off multiple times during our little one-on-one -on -one session. But never once told me, it's too hot in the gym. And he perspired more than anybody who's ever asked me to turn on the fan was perspiring. Okay. So I'm like... If you're not perspiring at that level, maybe, or a quarter of that level, I don't think it's too hot for you. Well, some of <laughs> us don't like to sweat because it messes up our makeup. That's fine. I <laughs> I understand. If that is the case, I do not want you to have, uh, what do they call those? The, it's not butterfly eyes. That's like an actual good makeup term. What's the Raccoon eyes. Raccoon eyes. Yeah. I don't want anybody to have raccoon eyes leaving the gym. I, I can appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. But... <laughs> Please, that you need to tell me that if that's the that if if it's my makeup will run Ben fine I will go turn the fans on for okay. you okay there you go everybody where's your excuse there's your opening all right okay speaking of raccoons oh I want to hear this one yes um, raccoons will consistently eat outside trash and food so if you leave food outside um, expect that raccoons will come and eat it. And that's my role into consistency. And also, please throw your trash in a proper recycling bin or container if you're at the gym. That way we don't have raccoons. Yes, please. And Britt doesn't have to tell Robin and I that there's raccoons when we don't believe her. Oh my gosh. <laughs> she also thinks there's ghosts in the gym. <laughs> that's for another podcast. That's for another podcast. Um, <laughs> but yes. All right. Consistency, consistency, consistency. I want to read a definition. There's so many definitions for consistency. Um, Miriam Webster, where'd you go? Here we go. All right. So Miss Miriam says, <laughs> agreement or harmony of parts or features to one another or a whole. That's like a consistency of style in your decor. But the one we're going to talk about is harmony of conduct or practice. Okay. So this sentence is followed her own advice with consistency, harmony of conduct or practice with. I actually like both of those definitions. Oh, okay. Because the first one makes me immediately think of a person who is healthy does what a person who is healthy does. And they're in harmony with one another. The parts are uh, in harmony to the whole. Exactly. So their actions and habits are in harmony to the whole person they want to be. I love that. that that's immediately what I thought of. I was like, oh, that's. I didn't think of the definition that way. And I thought of it the way you said yeah. of decor, but I was like, oh, but if I twist that just a little bit, and I think it then leads into the second thing you talked about of her words were this. And so she wanted to be, or consistent was of the, harmony of conduct or practice. Exactly. I love it. Okay. Lots of harmony. So I think when we struggle in the gym or when we struggle in life, and this is, if you ever wonder why I might be mad at someone or think like, oh, Ben doesn't like this person, it's usually when their words don't match their actions. 
Integrity. Exactly. That's yeah. a big thing for me. I'm like, you can tell me you're going to murder someone. I'm like, cool. I don't care. Like, fine. But when you tell me you're going to do that and then you don't do it, then I judge you. Yeah. If you say that, Ben, you're going to murder someone, you better damn well murder them. Yes, exactly. And I'm okay with that. Just, I will not That's be an, an accessory. an example. Well, I, did, I was trying to think of something outrageous. I love it. Um, and that's my big thing. It's like, I don't care who you are, who you want to be. That's fine. Just act that way and be that way. Yeah. And, and then you can be mercurial. You can change. But if you say you want something, let's work towards it. And let's do it. Yeah. Um, and that's where consistency comes in in so many shapes and forms around the gym. And it's probably the hardest thing we do in the gym. And it's one of our things that we really preach and we really want to actually act like ourselves, but you know, we put healthy lifestyle habits up on the board, those monthly instead of, you know, this diet or this toy or this program uh, supplement, you know, more of consistently do this thing. And the whole, like you said about the definition, then the whole, uh, all of your goals will be reached, right? Um, most goals. Yeah. Well, I think about it this way. Um, if you study the people who are most successful in whatever you study, I, I think of athletes a lot. So I think of like Kobe and talking about, um, was it him that was a thousand shot, thousand made shots in the off season every day? You're asking the wrong I person. Know, I'm, I know. It might've been Steph. One, one of those people like, um, there's golfers who it's, a hundred made putts. It's, it's things like that where you're like, and they did that every single day and you're like, Oh, and I'm not, I'm not saying that that's what you have to do, but we all do that in some form or fashion in our lives. And so figuring out for you what you can do consistently to go towards your goal. And it doesn't have to be crazy big or, you know, you don't have to like make it this giant thing. Like that's always where, like when people do challenges, I'm like, don't make a challenge the rest of your life because it's not sustainable. And that's where I think of consistency is what can I do forever in some way, shape or form? Yep. And we all know those people who come to the gym and then get wrecked and then take two weeks off because they know they're afraid. They're afraid mm -hmm. to come back and feel wrecked again. Um, and then the, you have the people that come every day or most days, um, are they feeling great every time? No, but they're definitely doing better than the people that, and, and it gets so overwhelming when you try to do something and you're all in for that one day or that one week. Mm -hmm. And then inevitably, and it's just the way our brains work, right? Inevit and our bodies, inevitably there's, there's a drop off. Exactly. So little things consistently much better than big things once in a while. Exactly. Um, so we're really talking about, come. I mean, when we first did this podcast and talked about consistency, we were talking about coming to the gym, mm -hmm. but we want to talk about it being more than that. I think so. Yeah. So you put, what can you do daily? So mm -hmm. there's, there's nothing really more consistent than doing something daily, whatever flossing. Um, I don't know. What else do we do daily? You know, sleeping, sleeping, eating, drinking, you know, some people read daily, some people work daily, some your people daily habits are the ones you get, you keep the best, mm -hmm. right? Um, taking your vitamins, whatever it is, daily habits. Yes. And so the reason I put that on the board first in our brainstorming was I know that 
certain people cannot make it to the gym every day. It's just impossible for them. Nor should some people make it to the gym. Yes, that, that's yeah. a different conversation yeah. for another day. But I know that they can do something every day. So what is that? What does that look like for you? And I wrote two examples on there that I think everybody can do in their day and they have the time to do. The first is five minutes of stretching or movement. So a lot of people come in my one-on-ones talk about, oh, I have this little ache or pain or I want to squat deeper or heavier or I want a pull-up or this or that. And I go, okay, what can you do for five minutes every day? And I think we can all think of a, a warm-up exercise we love that we can do for five minutes. And I know there's videos that we've put out that talk through that, that you can do at your desk. You've done enough warm-ups <laughs> that you can do these at your desk. I have a couple of examples. I know two people in my life that I'm yeah. really close to. My husband, who never listens to this, so I can talk about him whenever I want. <laughs> Every morning, without fail, even on vacation in Europe, he does 20 push-ups and a one-minute plank hold. I have no idea where he came up with that, but it's important to him and it's a daily practice. And I just, I respect the hell out of that. And then I was just talking to Graber and, mm-hmm. and she was talking about her when she makes, she makes pour over coffee and mm-hmm. whenever the, she's waiting for it, cause it takes a while. Mm-hmm. She has a little, I don't remember the exact specifics, but she has a little routine she does, um, of stretching and body, um, body weight stuff. I think she said it takes 10 minutes. I wonder if she took that from me. Probably. Because that was her and I talked it and I did it first uh-huh. before I got caught up with a bunch of other stuff. But back in the day, I would do pour overs and I was like, or I wouldn't, I didn't have a timer on my coffee. Mm-hmm. So I'd be brewing the coffee. <laughs> um, and so that's always what I tell people is do what we all drink coffee in the morning. So you all have to wait for it to brew there or you whatever your daily yeah. habit is. It's called habit linking. Yeah. You can read about it in yeah. many books, but you take something you're already doing and think of something that you're like impatient about maybe mm-hmm. and, and take that time and make, make it something worthwhile. Exactly. Yeah. Put a habit in with your other habit. Sometimes I'll say, you know, people have that um, imbalance in their legs. They'll be like, when you brush your teeth, stand on one leg, mm-hmm. stand on the weak leg. Oh, I love that one. Um, I used to do it, uh, throwing and I got out of the habit too, which is bad. Like throwing the ball for the dog. And then I'd stand on one leg while they return it. Mm-hmm. You know, the little things like that. There's so many little things you can do like that. Do that... your kegels when you're waiting in line. <laughs> That's another little habit link. <laughs> but yes, if you want it, if you want a daily habit you have, or take one you have that you don't want anymore and mm-hmm. replace it with something else. Mm-hmm. So that's where the next one comes in of the 10 minute walk. Yeah. A lot of times people will say, put this after a meal. And that is to fight the habit of constantly having to have dessert after a meal. Also, it helps digestion. I like the 10 minute walk because if nothing else, your whole day goes to shit. You have work explode or kids diapers explode, whatever it is. You can walk for 10 minutes. And don't tell me you can't do this because (laughs) I saw a very pregnant woman with an IV do this for two days straight (laughs) at more than 10 minutes. So I, I think everybody can do it. It does not have to be crazy. It can be in your own house. It can be on the phone with someone. You can walk around for 10 minutes. Yeah. And, and so those are like my bare minimums of like something you can do every day. 
And for those of you who are like, well, that's too easy. Perfect. I want it to be too easy. So then you never have an excuse not to do it. I talked to somebody or I talked to last week in the pull-up work uh, podcast. I talked about how every time you pass a pull-up bar, pull yourself up in some way, shape or form. Yeah. So if that's your habit and you have a pull-up bar in your house, jump, pull your chin above the bar, go down, walk about your day. Takes five seconds, 10 seconds. Yeah. And even if you're running late, nobody will notice that you were 10 more seconds late because you did one pull-up. You got to force it at the beginning Mm -hmm. because it's not going to feel like a habit until you do it for a while. Yep. Cool. And then weekly? Um, This is where we talk getting to the gym or getting your training in. Yeah. Um, I'm going to shout out Victor. Um, So Victor is on a two times a week membership and he comes, he tries to make all eight classes. This man, because of his travel schedule and life schedule, also, if you've never met Victor or talked to him, go talk to him because oh, he's, he's, yeah. he's fabulous. And he lives the life that I think we all want because he's always traveling somewhere cool, doing something. I'm like, that, that, if I was a different person, I would be you. Um, <laughs> Got it. Um, and him and I always have a joke. And yesterday, he was having a Monday. You could just tell by his face. Oh. Walked in, you're like, oh, you're having a Monday. He's like, yes, I'm here though. And I put, and the only reason he was there is because in the beginning of the month, he put that workout on his calendar Yeah. and he scheduled it. Like I already know he's coming to see me later in the week. Now, if you ask Victor, he does change his schedule. Things yeah. change, but he does a great job of scheduling his workouts. There's two others. I know Matt Evans does this really well and uh, Priyanka does it. Cause I always look ahead in the week when I'm like scheduling other things. I'm like, who's in my class already? And they do it. I know there's some six amers that do it, but I just don't pay attention. <laughs> Matt Fitzpatrick. Yeah, they do. They get, yeah. the, I think they get the weekly email and then they immediately throw their names in for the week and exactly. it changes and that's okay. But putting it in there, um, at least makes you kind of make the effort of having to change it. And if you put that in there, now it is a commitment. Janie does it too. Sharice does it. Yeah. yeah. It, it's a commitment to yourself. And the other thing it is, and this is something you can talk to with work and other things is nobody gets mad at you if you you say, I'm going to the doctor. Nobody gets mad at you if you say, I have this kid appointment or things like that. Why do they get mad at you when you say, I'm taking an hour for my health? Or just say, I have an appointment. Exactly. No, people are not allowed to ask you, (laughs) just so you know. Which we all have heard and agree with an hour of exercise (laughs) is a health appointment for you. You don't have to say you're going to get a facial. You're getting a, what do you call it? Oh my God. Pap smear. Pap smear. You don't have to say that. So why should you have to say I'm going to the gym? Just, I have an appointment. I have an appointment. back in an hour. And then if you want to change it, that's fine. You can make that change. But now at least somebody had to create something more pressing. Somebody had to create something more important for you to want to change it. Yeah. And that will make you more consistent in the gym. That will make you show up more often. So that's where I look at the weekly thing. I mean, I remember you, I don't know what it was for, because it's none of my business, but you put yourself on your calendar. <laughs> oh, I so I would do, I do that for my health stuff. Like um, when I have like a health appointment or a therapy thing or whatever it is, I can't remember which one that was, um, I will put it on the calendar. Yeah. Because... That way, I, one, won't schedule over it. Two, I'm like, this is me time. That's right. <laughs> and so... It, and that sends the message to your coworkers... Yeah. ...that you are not to be disturbed during that time, even mm-hmm. if you're sitting at your desk. Yep. It's like, it's great. Yeah, do that. 
It helps. It does help. And people will be okay with that. And if they're not okay with it, you don't want those people around you. Yeah, you might want to rethink that situation <laughs> if someone's not okay with you taking care of yourself. And and I understand kids cry. Kids fall asleep in the car on the way to the gym and you can't go. I understand your investors need you for a decision that's multiple millions of dollars and you can't make it. Those are okay, but those don't happen every day. So. And I've I've had I've been doing this for God, I don't even remember how long. And <laughs> Always people go, don't you hate it when people show up late? Doesn't it bug you when so-and-so shows up late? And I mean, we've talked about this a million times. It's like, I'm just happy they show up. Mm-hmm. And I really, really, really mean that. Mm-hmm. If you show up 10 minutes late, every time you come to the gym, you might want to look at your priorities because you're missing out. But we're not sitting there judging you. If you run in late, you know, and you're not disturbing anybody, we get it. Mm-hmm. So I'd rather have you show up 10 minutes late than not show up yeah. at all. So show up 10 minutes late and be ready for an adjustment. I I have a client. She is notoriously late. She's shown up a half hour late. Did my plan completely go out the window? 100%. Yes. But did we still get work done and it was better than not coming? Yes. So show up. <laughs> yes. And all of that. And you wrote that just show up. Um, okay. I think that kind of gets you on the theme of, where we want to be consistent. The other thing I'll say to this is if you have a goal, say it's a pull-up, say it's getting out of pain, say um, say it's I want to run a 10K, you have to consistently do something with that. It can't be, well, I'm going to do all this big routine once. It's bite-sized chunks consistently. I had a client, he just ran his first 10K. We looked at his schedule and went, okay, where are we plugging in the running? Where are we just plugging in walking longer? So <laughs> he walks to work at a certain point in his day. So what I told him to do is, well, I want you to take the long way to work instead of the shortcut. And he's like, really, why? Because I need you to get two hours of activity in your day. And when else are we going to do that? And he's like, oh yeah, that's the only time. So, <laughs> but it didn't change anything else in his life. He didn't have to put on different clothes or different things. He just kind of adapted course. And that is if you want to get to a goal or you want to achieve something that you've never done before, that's what you have to do. You have to consistently put reps in. It's not eating one perfect meal once. It's eating lots of good meals many, many, many times. Yeah. And we've talked, we've talked about this in a million different podcasts about it might even just be adding a cup of vegetables to your meal. Exactly. Look, like baby steps. Um, you wrote four things, and I want to try to quickly cover them. Mm-hmm. Accountability, tracking, honesty, and my favorite, discomfort. If you want to achieve anything, you need those four things. Okay. So accountability, someone to hold you responsible for your actions. You know, it's, hey, you didn't do this. Or, hey, you said you were going to do this and you didn't. Hey, where were you? I missed you at the gym today. It's it's that, you know. Um, and they can they can be a friend. They can pick you up when you're down. They can hold, they can kick you in the pants when you need it. All of that. So that's where the accountability buddy comes in. And people talk about needing that all the time. It's why we do group class and why we create those connections and things. Tracking. Jerry Seinfeld talked about writing a joke a day and putting a red 
check mark or red X on the calendar and seeing how many red X's he could have in a month in that. And that's how he got good at writing jokes. So if you want to get good at anything, you have to create and track and show that progress. And that's also how you can measure your goal. Like, don't say, you know, this, it could be this week, I want to go three times to the gym. Or this week, I want to eat four portions of vegetables in the week. You know, things like that, where you just start tracking little things like that in there. Okay. Honesty. (laughs) Do you really want it? And are you willing to do the work for it? I'm going to add one more to that. This is um, with a lot of nutrition counseling. And and we hear it all the time. You know what I'm going to say, right? Mm -hmm. I eat a really healthy meal. I eat really healthy. I eat really healthy and I'm not losing weight. I eat really healthy and I'm not, you know, uh, well, (laughs) and then we go track for a week and then we look at it and we're like, wow, that's not what you said. (laughs) Exactly. And you don't mean, it's not like you're being deceitful. It's more like you just need to really be honest. And that means sometimes kind of looking at yourself in there or asking someone else, like ask your coach, can you show me, can you see in the system how many times I've come the last Mm -hmm. few months? And we'll, we'll count it up for you. You can see too, by the way, if you log in, but, um, but be honest with yourself. And the other side of this is be honest, what you know, you can do. Yeah. Like I love that. Don't sign up for something that you know, you can't do. Yeah. Like don't, you know, don't commit to things that you're not willing to bend over backwards for. You know, um, there's the old saying, if it's not a hell yeah, it's a no. So be honest with yourself. If it's not a hell yeah, and you're not willing to bend over backwards, change your schedule, adjust this, do that, then don't do it. And that's okay. And that feeds into discomfort. Discomfort. What are you willing to sacrifice? Sacrifice or be uncomfortable with. Like people say it all the time. Well, 6 a.m. is just too hard to wake up for. But it's the only time I can work out. I am not going to call anyone out on this, but why don't you have, I wish you had an 8 a.m. class. Why don't you have an 8 a.m. class? It's like, well, we, we don't really have a lot of demand for that. We have a six and we have a seven and we have a nine. Well, six is ridiculous. Seven, just, it's just, I just don't want to get up that early and nine, you know, I'm just, then I really have to reschedule my meetings and, I, but eight o'clock would work perfect for me. <laughs> just cracking up. I'm like, all three of those other classes you could attend. Nothing's keeping you. It's not like work or kids or anything. It's just like, yeah, no, I want that 8 a.m. class. That's, that's my thing with everybody is you have to do things that make you uncomfortable to get to where you want to go. doesn't matter what it is. doesn't matter how you do it. You have to do things that make you uncomfortable to achieve something. Yep. So if you're not willing to, if it was easy, Ben, everybody would be doing it. <laughs> exactly. And so. hey, I keep learning the same lesson over and over. There's no magic pill. Nope. Keep wanting that magic pill. By the way, there's a big article about those. Oh, it's my new, the new shiny toy. Those drugs, those Ozempic, and mm-hmm. whatever the fuck they are, make me. Don't even talk to me about those people. Um, there, people are suffering these horrific health after a couple of years of taking that stuff. Be careful, you guys. The magic pills will hurt you if they even do anything for you. So discomfort's your magic pill. Get a little uncomfortable. It'll do you good. Also, I laugh because if you study what it actually does in the body, you still have to be uncomfortable. It's so gross. <laughs> 
sucks. It's just <laughs> it's it's so it's just funny because I'm like, oh, but you still have to do the things. It's not going to. It's like it artificially creates satiety. It's like, or you could just learn how to create it naturally. Well, but <laughs> the problem is, it does that. But if you don't not eat more. It doesn't do anything. Right. We, just, are, we, are, we better do it. We need to do a podcast. Well, we, we could do that one and steroids. Ooh, I could I could talk ooh. both of those and go, well, yeah, I can show All you a bunch right, of people. Teaser, guys. A bunch of people who are on steroids that uh, don't look like it because <laughs> yeah, yeah, they yeah. don't do the work. And I'll do, and we'll add a hormone replacement in there. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Got a lot of those. No magic pills, you guys. Just do the work. Well, the magic pill is consistency. That's it. Yes. In the podcast right there. It's consistency. The consistency is the magic pill. The shiny toy. Mm -hmm. All right. We talked about, we, we, we kind of already did this, but we talked about habits versus shiny toys. We just did. Um, good, consistent habits are going to get you a lot farther than signing up. I've done it. We've all done it. I'm going to sign up for this new nutrition. I'm going to sign up this app. I need this. I need that. I'm going to sign up for this new programming. Signing up for stuff is the road to misery, man. And you're just going to waste time and money mm -hmm. on it. I promise you. Sign up for good habits. Sign up for replacing a bad habit with a good habit. Uh, sign up for stretching during your brewing, your coffee. Like, I promise you, that's going to get you where you want to go. Um, this is on the same vein. Uh, we used to do this a lot, these like nutrition challenges. And even in these monthly um, focuses, we change it from monthly lifestyle challenges to focuses or I think we call them focuses, um, habits, because we want the challenges. If Even if you do one, if you're that person that really is goal oriented and likes a jump start, that's fine. But the challenge should turn into a habit or you've just wasted your time as well. Exactly. It's not, it's not really going anywhere. Exactly. So I didn't do a paleo challenge and I'm going to eat paleo for 30 days. Um, I felt so great when I did that. No, no, no. Well, are you going to stop doing that now? <laughs> exactly. I mean, it's great because now you know it made you feel great or maybe it didn't and you stopped doing it. But mm -hmm. in, unless you turn that into a habit, what's the point? That's the 75 hard. What do you do on day 76? I love that. Eat a pizza. Oh, wait, that just undid all the hard work. Yeah. Okay. All right. Speaking of challenges. Yes. What do we want you to focus on in the month of August? Well, you wrote 16 classes a month. Mm -hmm. I think that's doable. Four, that's four classes a week. These are for our unlimited people. Yes. But for our two times a week people, you should be training four days a week. You can still work out. So guess what we give you? Every day? <laughs> yes. So the reason why we do a two times a week membership is so that we understand that people like to do other things with their training. Yeah. Some people are runners. Some people are cyclists. Some people are swimmers. I am expecting that when you come to the gym twice a week, you're doing some other training in those other days. Like that's what Victor and I always talk about. I'm like, Hey, you're traveling this whole time. What are you walking? How are you doing things? Like, and he does that stuff. It's four training days a week for the month of August and training can be whatever you want it to be, but hopefully you come see us because that's what yeah. we want. Um, but we, we have at home workouts. We have outside pickleball, whatever it mm -hmm. is that you do. What a controversy that is. Oh my God. Oh, it's right there. Anyway, um, daily to do's. Pick one or two things that you can do every day. Yeah. Whatever it is. It could be 20 push-ups and a plank hold. Exactly. And it should be that easy. Yeah. It should be that easy. Like, yeah. I bet Ed does that in two minutes or less. Oh, 90 seconds. Yeah. Yeah. So, that's it. Like, yeah. I want you to find something that is two minutes or less that you know you can do every time. 
Even if that's, I'm just going to put on my walking shoes. Yeah. It's stuff like that. And or over time, that 20 ounces before your coffee, that sounds really hard. Well, or I'm going to put the glass of water on the counter the night before. Yeah, that was really smart. And then you're going to feel real bad when you pour it out before you drink it, <laughs> before you drink coffee, <laughs> that type of stuff. It's like little things like that, that are so easy. Like Ben, that's too easy. Good. Then you'll never miss it. And if you never miss it, that's where the growth happens. That's where the consistency happens. I think a really easy one, not easy, simple, uh, we, weekdays and weekends. So if you have a daily habit, make it seven days, mm-hmm. make it seven days. Don't mm-hmm. you, you take weekends off from work. That's great. And I'm not saying to do anything arduous, but if you have a daily habit of getting up at a certain time and drinking a big glass of water or going for a walk, do it every day. Yep. Because it's going to just make it hard. Monday's worse mm-hmm. if you don't keep up that habit. Exactly. Okay. All right. We are thoroughly sweaty. Oh my God. We are sweating. We're in a sauna right now. (laughs) And I think we've preached enough consistency. So go be consistent and let's hear how you were consistent in the month of August. Sounds good. Perfect. Bye. Enjoy gang.